Good evening, morning, who gives a shit podcast listeners. Uh, thanks very much uh, for listening again. Uh, I'm assuming it's just for the crack in quality uh, that we've now got sound-wise. Uh, we've also got a great guest on this week, Adam Rowe from uh, the Have A Word podcast, but mainly just from our friendship. We speak about offence and comedy, uh, like three straight white men with a podcast would do. Um, we defended ourselves very, very well. And all of you cucks can shut your fucking mouths. Enjoy the podcast. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins. Straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? We have a crossover episode. We do. He-Man is on Thundercats. Sinbad is on Coronation Street. Sinbad? Sinbad. Where, where did that come from, Kai? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mick. <laughs> Jimmy Corkill is on his standards. <laughs> My own. The second example, you got what He-Man on Thundercats, and then you looked at me and were like... Sinbad! <laughs> well, I, was I, was, I was about to say Ian Beale's on Cory. I thought he won't like Ian Beale. Went oh. Scouse. No, like, I, 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 I liked it. I just seen you have a look, because there was a little, like, half a second pause where you were like, I'm going to say a name. <laughs> <laughs> Not Ian Beale. Sinbad from Brookie. I was the only crossover so I know about was when, um, I think, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No, New Girl was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Jake Peralta was on the bill. <laughs> that one fucking crossover episode. He shot a lot of black people in it. It was real. You thought it was going to be like a comedy spin, but taking an American police officer to a British precinct for us all, like it solved no problems. Uh, started like, the marches. Um, We've got Adam Rowe on the podcast, uh, come over from uh, Have A Word. Basically, what this was is we just brought you on the podcast so you could tell us how to do our podcast better. Okay, and cool. Then, and then uh, you told us to get this. Uh, He's pointing at the roadcaster. pointing at the roadcaster. The new equipment, yeah. yeah. I think also, where did you get Carl from? How did you get one of those? Uh, I've known Carl since year seven in school. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so right. we've got to get like grassy or rouge today. Right. Well, basically, oh, no. basically the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you know why we hired Carl? Uh, Here's why we hired Carl. Right. So me and Carl have been best mates since like year 12, you know, like first year of sixth form because uh, we'd known each other in school and then I moved to West Derby, the very next street to Carl. So we started walking home together. Both had a love of comedy. He never really wanted to be a comedian, but then I, I ended up wanting to do it. And Carl ended up working in comedy clubs. He worked in Baby Blue and basically ran the place after a while. Okay. Then he became show manager at Hot Water Comedy Club. Yeah. And then he moved to Japan with his missus to do a, a year of teaching English as a foreign language. And while he was over there, he was... A te- was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, I know that joke's probably been done a thousand times, but it is worth noting. Yeah, it's that- arguable that what we do is actually closer to Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I had a... When my when mum my, my works with the UN, she had one friend there whose son was French, and he was like, he needed... He was doing English as a degree... 
And he was like, can I send my son who's doing this English degree over to learn from you to just do like a summer away to like so we can come back and better his English. But she was sent to fucking Fife and that French man failed his English test right. three years in a row because they'd be like, say, are you going down the street? And he'd be like, I'm gone doing the break in. And they're like, well, then <laughs> fail. <I> Absolute <laughs> fail. I didn't can wear your fear. Aye. That's his English. Fuck, I'm off to batter the fucking bear and he was going to be shite hawk. And you're like, right, that's a, <laughs> none of that was none of that was English or French. You're gone. Sakura Bampot. Aye, so there's probably just a bunch of Japanese people now going, fucking Gerard. <laughs> Rangers fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rangers are massive in uh, Nagoya. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's where I tell of the Hun was from. So that explains <laughs> While yeah. he was over there, he was sort of messaging me, like we, we spoke sort of constantly and that, and he was like, when I come back, he went, I don't want to be a teacher. He went, I want to work in comedy. Mm. And how do I do that? He said, but I don't want to be a show manager at a comedy club anymore. What's the next step? And I was like, well, at first, I was like, well, there's loads you can do. You can end up being an agent or a producer or whatever, or mm. like you can, there's ways to get into the industry without being a comic. Reviewer, you could be a reviewer. Yeah, be a reviewer, and just <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> the idea of him reviewing one of my shows because I'd get no generosity from that kind of person. <laughs> Do you think you'd be able to forgive him if he went to reviewing? Would you, be, would you be able to separate your no. French? No, I uh, no. Got- if he was like, I've, I've decided. And uh, my inner comedy is going to be reviewing. I'd have to just be like, lads, that you can't. Yeah, we're not mates anymore. In fact, it's going to have to be fucking secret. You're going to come round the back door. We'll play fucking FIFA in the upstairs bedroom so nobody can see us playing it. But our friendship publicly is. It's like, I've got, I've got a mate that joined the police. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is a clash. This like, it's my lifestyle and your professionalism won't get along Aye. as much as we're good pals. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? There's just certain lines, and we all know the police are important. But when it's one of your friends, you're like, oh, can I don't want to put not? you in this position. Yeah. Look, this what I'm about to do isn't the main crime you're after, is it? So be no. reasonable. Uh, you yeah. Come, you come on me stag doing, I'm like worried you might get fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but of course you are. Like yeah. if we're gonna continue to be friends, you're gonna have to like break your oath as a police yes, officer. I. Every time we hang out, uh, every time we're together, it's gonna be a problem for your like because I'm not breaking my oath of being a fucking legend. <laughs> like, I'm not. I've, I do these drugs because I need them. Every right. time I pick you up, different ask where I got the car from. <laughs> <laughs> I think reviewing would be the worst thing you could fucking become. And I'm happy to. Obviously, you know, fucking. Have you heard what Bennett did the other oh. fucking week? No. Right, so you obviously know Steve Bennett. Steve Bennett, of, Mr. Of, Chortle. Yeah, Mr. Chortle, who just. Self, self made himself. Uh, I'm the biggest reviewer on the circuit, and because people are so desperate for quotes and comedy for their posters during the fringe, it's a self fulfilling prophecy that reviews become important, even though they actually make zero difference. To Adam Rowe, four stars, start to end funny. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Daniel Sloss, self professed chav from Fife. Now, Adam, I don't know how long you've known me. Have I ever claimed to be a fucking chav in my life? Or have I only ever acted better than both of you working class scumbags? <laughs> you, you so pretentiously look down on chavs your entire my existence. My entire fucking life. I grew up in Fife. I fucking hate it. I think what he's mistaken is you self-proclaimed yourself half man, half Xbox. Aye, uh, yeah, and that's... <laughs> 
Anyway, so he's look, reviews are over. So he starts sending out fucking messages to our agent being like, Can I get a bunch of free tickets to the show? And she's like, No. First of all, Daniel doesn't Yeah, you've done not done that for a while, have you? No, no, I don't give I don't give free tickets to reviewers at all. Like if you want tickets to my show, you'll fucking buy it to the show. Otherwise I can sell your ticket to an actual fan who's going to laugh instead of just sitting there with a half fucking chub near my hot fans while you scribble down some fucking notes. Uh, and then with other ones, I don't believe the reviews make a difference I fundamentally they can add to a poster they can make it fucking better but I've unless it's like a good Kate Copstick fucking Scotsman review like a five star that changed Glenn Wool's fringe one year most of the time it's just nice comments online and they help you feel like your fringe is fucking going better so I think just to play slight devil's advocate here I think if you get three or four four and five star reviews in that first week then your agent can go to the people that, like, some comics come up here to impress and take career steps. They can build a bit of, yes. look what he's doing. Yeah. So they can... Industry-wise, I would agree, but th- audience-wise, no. I don't think... I don't no, believe no, no, no. there's any person in the world that's ever walked past a bunch of fringe posters and gone, oh, five stars from one four of you. That, oh, that's the one we'll go to. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. industry-wise, yeah, it gives them enough fucking minutes. Yeah, that's why, it, like, people are putting stars on their posters to show their colleagues that they're doing well. It's like, yeah. that, that's probably what's mostly in, in our minds when we're putting them up, not, oh, this is going to get, like, five or six more ticket sales yeah. a day. You're yeah. thinking, oh, at least, like, people I work with know it's going well for us. Yeah. So it's, this, it's, it's, like, it's, it's a real it, insecurity fucking drive, isn't it? It's an industry game, and the reason it annoys me is the only reason fucking Steve Bennett has power is because people give him power. Like, if we all ignored what he fucking did, he would be the nothing person that he absolutely yes. fucking is. The only reason he has any credibility is because open spots give him fucking credibility. But no one will ever stop, because if, if all of us stopped, then it only takes one person to then put five stars short on a poster again. And then it's... And then in the land of the bland, the one-eyed is king, isn't it? Like, they, nice. they've got five stars from short, and we're not shouting about the fact we've got four and five stars from short. Uh, so it's such it, a, like, it's such a fucking, it's like, it's, what's the Emerald City where the wizard's just a little fucking dweeb uh, like behind the curtain. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like this whole thing that it can make your career, but he's just such a wet handshake of a man. It's like Mr. Bean, I'm surprised he hasn't shagged Agastas bird. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's get into bed at then. Right. To unlock the rest of this episode, go to patreon.com forward slash Sloss and Humphreys or on the Patreon app, just search Sloss and Humphreys or type in Muggins and Cream. You'll find us. And for three quid, just three quid, it's 2021. That's the price of a fucking Freddo. You can unlock this episode plus a back catalogue of almost 100 episodes and every single week we'll bring you a bonus episode that no one else can get except the patrons. And as I said, as little as three pound, it's pocket change. Come join us. We'll look forward to meeting you and giving you all the bonuses.